Μέλισσε και όμορφη μουσική. Ακούτε νέα πανελίνια φωνή και πρέπει να πω ότι είναι πρώτη φορά που κάνω ε, τώρα την εκπομπή με μάσκα. Γιατί φίλοι μου με πολύ χαρά έχουμε την Μαριάννα Τερουκάκη μαζί μας στο στούντιο Σε λίγο θα την καλωσορίσουμε Στη τηλεφωνική μας γραμμή έχουμε και τον Γιάννη Φιλίππου Τον πρόεδρο της Ομοσπονδίας Ελλήνων εδώ στην Νότιο Αφρική Και θέλουμε να τους καλωσορίσουμε όλους Αλλά και θέλουμε να είμαστε και ασφαλές μέσα στο στούντιο Οπότε η Μαριάννα και εγώ είμαστε με τις μάσκες μας Και ίσως οι φωνές μας δεν ακούγονται τόσο καλά όσο θα θέλαμε Ας πάμε πρώτα στην Μαριάννα που έχουμε εδώ στο στούντιο Και να πάμε ύστερα στον Γιάννη Φιλίππου που δεν τον βλέπω εδώ Αλλά είναι στη τηλεφωνική μας γραμμή Μαριάννα καλημέρα Καλημέρα σου Γιούλα How are you today? I'm good It's nice to actually see you It's crazy I couldn't believe it when you agreed to come yeah. Well I thought you know We take all of the precautions We're taking the That's precautions it. as we speak So I'm much happier to actually see you It really is And it's a very important topic here Close to all of our hearts So I'm so glad that we're having a chance to discuss this. Let me also welcome the President of the Hellenic Federations, uh, Mr. John Filippo. How are you, John? All right, thanks for you. <laughs> Fantastic uh, to have you with us again. You Hello, Mariana. How are you, John? Good to, to hear from you, too. Absolutely. <laughs> As we said, a topic that uh, has always been close to our hearts, we've heard so many things going on at uh, the Nomikios Old Age Home. These last couple of days, we've all been panicked and worried about our elderly. And, uh, of course, we really do care as a community. That is what makes us special as a Greek community. So... <laughs> I think let's get into the topic and uh, let's get an idea of um, the situation. First, let me go to Mariana. What do you do at the old age home? So I am part of a group of amazing volunteers. And I say amazing, not in reference to myself, but in reference to mm. an amazing group of people that for the last uh, nine year, uh, 11 years, I beg your pardon, for right. the last 11 years have been involved mm. um, on the ladies committee of the old age home so you called it the Nomikios old age home and that is its formal name but everybody pretty much knows it as the Greek old age home mm. it's located in Orange Grove at the next to and on the same property as uh, the church of Ionectario who is our patron saint um, and in effect we are charged with looking after the elderly that are resident in the home some of whom are there by the grace of God okay. and some of whom come from families who are able to look after them and who contribute to their upcare. So up until this point our mandate has been to ensure that the home is well run, um, that the elderly are well, well cared for, that um, they are well fed, uh, that we you know keep uh, uh, happy and mm. lively and kind of home away from home atmosphere for okay. them. Obviously now, within this environment, we've had to shoulder, in addition to the regular care, because quite a few of our elderly are, are actually in different stages of... Um, of I mean, they have illnesses. Yes, um, uh, I'm kind of trying to find the words, really. Yes, of, yes. of health that is deteriorating mm. due to age and due to other underlying conditions. So in addition to taking care of them through right. that process... We are taking, having to, to, yes. to care and, for And I imagine COVID it's very stressful and a big responsibility for the people working there. Absolutely. So I must commend all of you for being in this space and um, giving of yourselves at this time where 
It's a lot of responsibility to show. Absolutely, because for starters, we're a group of volunteers, okay? That doesn't make our commitment to the home any less than, than it would be if we were paid. In fact, it makes it more. Um, but at the same time, we've got a, an amazing group of people who literally take care of everything. You know, they, they um, take care of the daily care, um, uh, nursing elements that are required. They take care of the the, uh, the feeding, the, the providing the food, for, uh, washing, uh, doing the laundry, mm. keeping the place clean and spotless, and um, so literally everything is taken care Let, of. Let's talk about that team. I mean, how many staff do you have there? Um, we have in the in the region of about forty people wow. who who are on hand, and they are comprised of the care workers yeah. and uh, nurse nurses it's the team that is in the kitchen that provides all the meals it's the team that is um, that cleans the home and it's the team in the laundry okay and then it's the team the, the ladies that handle administration you know all the yeah. admin duties it's quite large 40 yeah. people working it is. there it is. and your team and, and of ladies that uh, run it so we're a group of seven ladies we're uh, we come from uh, different kind of backgrounds um, all of us are, some of us run our own businesses, some of us are employed. We are, uh, shall I just mention them? Please, I think we should. I mean, these are people that have given mm -hmm. and they continue to give. As I say, it's a big responsibility. And, you know, it's very easy to say, oh, sorry, I'm just going back to my old life and do whatever I want. But some of these people in our community are truly amazing. And where they can, they give. Absolutely. So our chair lady is uh, Daniela Kusostomo. Um, mm -hmm. And our vice chair lady is Christine Sackers. Um, our treasurer is Barbara Papadimitriou. Um, members uh, include uh, Yvonne Rigas, Micheline Filipidis, Christina Vionisiu, and myself. Okay. I handle, uh, I'm, my title is the secretary, but we don't mm. really focus on titles because each of, one of us steps in and does dif different things. I yes. mean, I'm the secretary, but I handle the staff. Well, this is and community HR. service for you, isn't yeah, it? You absolutely. Know, um, we don't have a producer here at the radio. You just do your own producing, you do your, you do your own recording and your own podcasts, and that's just hard work. So you give wherever you can. Absolutely. So it's exactly like that. Mm. Um, so, it's it, you know, I've said it before, but it's like managing a business, except it's not a business. But you have to handle it like a business so that you keep it on the straight and narrow and that you keep it functioning. Mm. Because at the end of the day... Um, it's a benevolent society that runs this. Yes. We're, our committee is a committee that, is, uh, that represents the benevolent society that runs this. Yes. So it has those components as well. And ultimately it's about treating every person that walks through the door with some humanity and, and understanding where they're coming from and why that parent or grandparent mm. is there. And, well, and I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. How many elderly do you have there? Well, 35 we okay. had. Um, we unfortunately uh, lost three yesterday. Um, Shame. May their yeah. souls rest in peace. Absolutely. Um, and I, I've actually got a message here that some of the listeners are saying, please can you also say a little bit of that in Greek, just so that uh, we can get that uh, understanding as well for our listeners. Uh, absolutely. Καθώς επίσης περίπου 40 εργαζόμενους 
οι οποίοι προσέχουν τους γέρους μας και η επιτροπή μας συμπεριλαμβάνεται από 7 άτομα. Η κάθε μία μας προσφέρει ό,τι μπορεί, όποτε μπορεί. Δεν ασχολούμαστε και τόσο με τους τίτλους, το ποιος έχει πιο, ποια θέση. Έχουμε την άποψη ότι αν, αν εγώ μπορώ αυτή τη στιγμή, τότε προσφέρω αυτή τη στιγμή σε οποιαδήποτε ιδιότητα μπορώ. Mm. Να είστε καλά, Μαριάννα. Πραγματικά κάνετε πολύ μεγάλο έργο. Um, we've spoken with the Mariana about how close the elderly are to her heart. I want to go to that. Uh, Mr. John Filippo, we'll get to you just now. It's just so lovely to hear the goings-on every day of the old age home for all of us that don't know, and we haven't been there for a while. So give me a moment, and we'll, we'll get to the Hellenic Federation and all the help that they are trying to give as well. Tell us about the daily workings of the old age home. What does a day look like for the elderly? So, in normal circumstances? Yes, yes in normal circumstances. Okay. Obviously, COVID has changed things and we'll get to, to all that. the you know, procedures that you put in place for that. But what is a normal day as they wake up? They uh, wake up in the morning. There's a, a rotational kind of program. Um, some of them are bathed in the morning. Some of them are you know, bathed on later on in the day and so on and so forth because mm -hmm. we have to ensure that we, you know, that the staff can handle the the, the load and the, the loads. Absolutely, they can't do mm. it all at once. So they start the morning with breakfast um, in the dining room. We encourage all of them, all of the the elderly that can come down to to take breakfast and to take generally to take meals downstairs in mm. the dining room because there's the social element and they are served three meals three full meals every day. They also have two teas and then they have the kind of evening um, uh, hot chocolate and <laughs> or kind of uh, tea, whatever they prefer. And that's kind of in terms of meals. So they start the morning, they have their breakfast. They then, you know, depending on, on what they each prefer, they're given, you know, they may spend some time at the TV, they may um, uh, go outside to have a chat, uh, they may be encouraged to uh, do a bit of a walk, uh, depending on, on, you know, on what their they health like and their health. They may return, some may return to their rooms, some of them do have things that they like to do, others like to kind of sit and socialize, mm. uh, some are a little bit frailer and you know, need to return to their rooms to just lie down, it depends. Oh. Tea is served at around 10, they'll take some tea, biscuits, cakes, whatever's available. Again, it's, it's kind of a, a repeat of, of that, uh, families tend to visit if they're visiting in okay. between. Um, they'll have some lunch. Uh, again, afternoon, you know, depends. Yeah, you know, they, some of them on a normal, uh, kind of within the normal program, we have a hairdresser okay. that comes around and they'll, you know, groom or have some grooming, yes. Um, residents. Uh, it's an amazing offering uh, mm. by the Lyceum of uh, Greek ladies. And some of them may want to go shopping, depending on the day, in which case we make that available. Some may need to go to the doctor, in which case, you know, that that is available. Okay. For some, we may need to take them to a hospital. It might be a government hospital if they're not able to, if they mm. don't have medical aid. So that's arranged. And um, do you, somebody takes them from your team? Yes. Sure. So we have a driver. There's and a vehicle. lot that goes into Absolutely. it. You know, we don't realize. When from the outside, it just all looks so lovely and it's hard work. So Absolutely. I'm so glad we, we went into this a little bit more. And then COVID-19 hit. What was it like for your committee? And what processes did you put in place? So 
as soon as we started to realize kind of where this was headed, before the lockdown was announced and all the measures that government put in place were implemented, we basically shut the home down. We mm. asked families to, to please abstain from visiting their loved ones. We asked our staff to lock down with the, the old people. At that point, the initial lockdown was looking like it would be three weeks. Remember, we yes. locked down before that. Yes. Okay. Oh, so, so for those three weeks, you asked your staff, please, can yes. they sleep in and not be yes. um, so out we basically, and about? Anybody who, who was in the home, working in the home, when we went when we are now, when mm. we went on lockdown, had to remain in the home. So it's quite a sacrifice of if you realise that uh, you know all of these people also have families. Of course. So should I say a bit of this in Greek as well? I think it's a good idea. So we asked our staff to please από εκεί και μετά, όταν αρχίσανε να ελαφρώνουν τα μέτρα και να, ανοίγει, να ανοίγουν τα πράγματα λίγο, το προσωπικό μας δεν είχε την ικανότητα να παραμείνει παρα... περισσότερο. Και το καταλαβαίνω, έχουν τις οικογένειες. Έχουν και αυτοί οι οικογένειες. Ναι. Σε εκείνη τη, τη στιγμή, mm. κάναμε το εξή ότι βάλαμε άλλα μέτρα. Δηλαδή, με το που έμπαινε κάποιο μέσα, ερχόταν για δουλειά, τους ελέγχαμε την θερμοκρασία, το κατά πόσον είχαν πυρετό ή όχι. Τους ψεκάζαμε, πέσει η αλέξη άμα το σκεφτεί κανείς, ψεκάζαμε από πάνω μέχρι κάτω με αλκοόλ άνω των 80%. Μετά ανοίξαμε κάποιες συγκεκριμένες εισόδους, δεν αφήναμε το προσωπικό να μπει από την κύρια είσοδο, πηγαίνανε από το πλάι. Τους ζητήσαμε να βγάζουν όλα τους τα ρούχα, τα παπούτσια και μετά τους τους δώσαμε φόρμες τις οποίες τις πλένουμε εμείς κάθε μέρα στο γεροκομείο. Και βέβαια μετά μάσκες, σένετάζα το... Για τα χέρια και για παντού φαντάζομαι, απολύμανση. Απολύμανση από μέσα και όλα τα τα διάφορα. Το πρόβλημα όμω είναι ότι από τη στιγμή που ανοίγεις την πόρτα σου, ναι. μεγαλώνει και το ρίσκο. Όπως ακούσαμε τη γιατρό τώρα, την Dr. Jones, μας λέει ότι στις πρώτες μέρες, ίσως και 7 μέρες, να μην υπάρχει ούτε ένα σύμπτωμα και, και μετά να μην υπάρχει, αλλά και το τεστ να το κάνει ναι. κανείς, πάλι δεν μπορεί να ε, επιβεβαιώσει αν έχει κανείς κορονοϊό. Α, Οπότε και αυτό είναι πάρα πολύ δύσκολο. Και φαντάζομαι τόσο δύσκολη η απόφαση να πείτε ότι δεν θα έρχονται οι συγγενείς να βλέπουν τα αγαπημένα τους πρόσωπα. Πώ ήταν αυτό για εσά, Γιατί αυτή η συζήτηση ήταν πολύ δύσκολη, μου φαίνεται. Και με με τι οικογένειε, αλλά όπω καταλαβαίνετε και με του ίδιου του γέρου που μένουν εκεί πέρα. Διότι εντάξει, το απίθανο είναι ότι οι οι άνθρωποι που προσέχουν του γέρου είναι σαν οικογένεια πλέον. Διότι αυτού βλέπουν σε καθημερινή βάση και αυτοί βοηθάνε του γέρου. Αλλά. Το να βλέπεις τον δικό σου ή να μην μπορείς να έχεις πρόσβαση στον δικό σου είναι, είναι τραγικό. Πολύ οδυνηρό, Μαριάννα μου, πράγματι, ειδικά όταν είσαι σε αυτή τη ε, μεγάλη ηλικία που φαντάζομαι ότι αυτές τις στιγμές περιμένεις. Ακριβώς. Ζεις για αυτές τις στιγμές. Ακριβώς. Και, και το επιτρέψαμε και αυτό στις αρχές του Ιουνίου. 
αν ε, τα λέω ναι. καλά. Μέχρι που να τελειώσει όταν, το πρώτο μέρος. Όταν άρχισαν τα μέτρα να ελαφρύνουν, ναι. στην ουσία έχουμε ακολουθήσει όλες τις προδιαγραφές που έχει βάλει η κυβέρνηση και παραπάνω πιστεύω. Ναι. Τώρα, δυστυχώς, τη στιγμή που ανοίγεσαι, Βέβαια. Αλλά όπω λέμε, είναι δύσκολο και να παραμείνουν κλειστέ οι πόρτε και να μην βλέπουν αυτοί οι άνθρωποι που τόσο του σεβόσαστε τα αγαπημένα του πρόσωπα. Έτσι είναι. Και και το πρόβλημα εδώ πέρα είναι ότι δεν μπορεί να ξέρει πώ ήρθε. Δηλαδή, δεν μπορεί να πει κανεί συγκεκριμένα ότι ο Τάδε το έφερε. Όχι, δεν είναι. Ο υπάλληλο το έφερε. Μα δεν ξέρουμε, όπω είπαμε. Μπορεί να ήταν ένα μπουκάλι που ήρθε μέσα. Δεν ξέρει ναι, κανείς, ναι, ναι, ναι. Έτσι. ναι, είναι έτσι αυτό το πράγμα. Να πάω τώρα και στον πρόεδρο της Ελληνικής Ομοσπονδίας, Mr. John Filippo. How did you guys get involved as a federation and what is your vision in the way you would like to help the Nomikios Old Age Home? First of all, we kept in touch with the Old Age Home and I've got to just tell you that the ladies yes. who run the committee and the, and the management of the Old Age Home have really and truly put in unbelievable effort Um, as well as their staff. Their staff have been around for a long, long time, mm. and um, they really, really care for the old age home. At the start of COVID, we were in, uh, on inquiry. We were informed that the old age home was in lockdown and that protocols were being put in place and observed. In the past weekend, there was a public announcement from a uh, medical practitioner that was helping out, appealing for assistance. Mm. So we immediately got in touch with the old age home and the doctor concerned to find out what exactly was happening and what has transpired and what do we need. So this is what we have done together with the old age home uh, and um, join, joining us uh, in this effort has also been the Sehetia alumni. Right. Uh, is we've created a task team which uh, is facilitated by the president of the federation, consists of people from the old age home, the committee, mm. the, the adopters panel, and members of the federation, including that uh, uh, alumni uh, person, who are coordinating the fundraising and procurement efforts of the old age home and as far as COVID-19 is concerned. Okay. Um, the ladies know what they're doing as far as everything else is concerned, and they are rushed off their feet. So we've created this task team, uh, which will be led in its decision-making by the medical team. Okay. So what has happened is we've sent out a circular nationwide asking people not to send medical stuff to the old age home for one simple reason. A lot of the stuff they're sending is either in excess or it is not per the medical requirements that the doctors have. Okay. And we would rather that they send whatever, uh, either of them must wait until we issue an announcement of what is required and then they send us the correct stuff, or, they, or the value of whatever they were going to contribute can be placed in the disaster fund and we will procure the stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Greeks are, are very generous and they're very helpful. And so people got onto a bandwagon of sending stuff that cannot be used for these particular circumstances. We've got to understand that we're dealing with uh, people that are in their late years. Mm. Uh, they are very vulnerable to uh, contracting COVID-19. And therefore, we've got to entrust the medical facilities to, let, to guide us. They have been going through with the ladies' committee of the old age home, the protocols within the, uh, uh, 
within the old age home um, and enforcing whatever rules are required. Mm. Once, and we received our first list today of medication, and I've got to tell you that, um, once again, Greeks have been phenomenal. We've received some donations of the medication that they require, and others, the, the pharmaceutical companies are giving it to us, or pharmacies yes. uh, are giving it to us at cost price. Um, so we're using the funds that have been collected in the Hellenic Disaster Fund for the Eurocomio, uh to to purchase whatever is necessary, but it is the stuff that the doctors have approved. Okay. So the, the, the appeal is very, very clear. Please, guys, don't just send. It's got to be the correct stuff. We're dealing with elderly people. Their requirements uh, on a medical situation are uh, uh, different from a younger person. Mm. And we must understand that the old age home is exactly that. It is not a medical facility. So the doctors have to work within the parameters of what they can over there. Mm. And should they feel that it's now getting out of hand, they will then send the relevant person to the medical hospital or clinic concerned. Right. Where can what they get a list, John, of what uh, people need to send in or we their bank account account details? Is it so on the website of the Federation? It's on the Federation website. It is, uh, I think Ionectari is also putting it on their website. Um, we've already informed everybody. We sent out circulars. We're putting it on our, um, uh, what is it called? Um, social, yeah, the media. social media sites. Yeah. Yeah. And already we have received generous donations from people. Mm. Um, everybody's got the old age people at heart, and uh, I have no doubt that we will together overcome this uh, situation. Absolutely. The, the ladies' committee definitely needed assistance uh, because they are just overwhelmed with running it on a day-to-day basis, which they are doing an excellent job of. Mm. Plus you got COVID, plus you have public opinion, yes. uh, plus you have differing opinions on, on this whole matter, and it's just blown out of proportion. Mm. I that, think that, that's important to, to say that utmost yeah. care has been taken from the people that run the old age home and uh, the community from as well. everybody that was involved. Uh, mm. There was Dr. Lefteriadis, there's Dr. Balavakis, there's Dr. Moshiris. Mm. There's a whole panel of medical people. I can't mention the names yet uh, because they're busy putting the teams together mm. on how they're going to uh, follow it. But I can tell you now that uh, together with the ladies' committee, it runs the old age home. The doctors have been from top to bottom, interviewed people. Now, there's a sad thing that I have to say, because we have to get it out in the open. Mm. It's a pink elephant in the room. We are dealing with people that are in their late years, from 70 upwards. We cannot expect that with a virus like this that has decimated so many people, that we are not going to have death um, within the old age home. There will be. We hope to minimize it to absolutely zero. But it doesn't mean that if a person passes away in the old age home, it was because of COVID. Mm. We are talking about people that have reached their very, very late years and they've got other symptoms. So the panic that is going out there must actually cease because these people have got it under control. They're doing their very, very best. You know, it's not a question we're going to shut the old age home and and send everybody to hospital. That's absolutely not the case. Mm. And these people are strong. They're very, very strong. They've lived hard lives. They've lived long lives. And we've got to just make sure that we can give them everything possible to make their lives easier, especially at that age. And I've got to just tell you, Eula, 
I take my hat off to everybody that's been involved mm. uh, with the All Day Charm. It is phenomenal the amount of work they do. You're also dealing with people, you know, who are so used to a specific routine, and we've taken them out of that routine for the their own safety. themselves, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So mm. the abuse that um, some of the staff members and the committee are taking from people who have no idea mm. of how to run it, uh, or, or uh, what is required is just not acceptable. Yes. And we've thrown our full weight behind uh, not just uh, this old age home, but also nationally, wherever we've got here and there. So we've got, it, we've got two disaster funds running as far as this is concerned. One for the INF specifically, mm. which the Gautengers are, are more involved with. And then we've got a general fund where we assist families and people from all over the country. Uh, and if we don't stand together, we will not defeat this virus. We have to stand together and we have to do everything possible to minimize the situation. Thank you, John. That's, I think that's a very good message that you've put out there for the community. Um, I'd like Mariana to respond to that because I think she must have lived it as well in a different way. So, yeah, how has all this situation been for the Old Age Home and the committee? First off, thank you, John. I mean... It goes without saying that we are grateful for any and all assistance received, and especially when it's constructive and uh, the aim is is proactive and always to assist. I concur with you with res with regards to the fact that in an ideal world we would have loved not to have COVID. All that, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Winter is a dangerous time for the elderly generally. Okay, and in fact, if we look back statistically, um, we tend to lose members of, the, of, of, our, of our home over this period, mm. particularly. The two uh, ladies that we lost yesterday, um, I just want to mention, were also have been bedridden for a year. So not to say that, that it was necessarily COVID, although we're assuming and we're treating everyone as as being positive you know we, we're working under that assumption but that's not necessarily always accurate it's a tough time to be to be sick when it's cold and it's you know there are all sorts of other things that your body has to has to deal with so I mean that is the reality okay however we have COVID so we we can't put our heads in the sand and ultimately anything that needs to be handled needs to be handled without panic Okay, that, I mean, that's, that's generally our formula um, at the old age home. Um, otherwise, you'd, you'd see a bunch of hysterical uh, <laughs> committee members all yeah. the time. So, in terms of, of your initiative, in terms of the appeal that went out um, of, over social media, the response has been phenomenal. And we have received a lot of, of PPE directly, you know, personal protective equipment directly. And, and uh, I'm very grateful to say that, uh, you know, the majority or the large proportion of it is very relevant and is being utilized. Um, I mean, there are things that we do need, um, things like concentrators, more oxygen concentrators. Um, we are looking at getting more staff. We, we look at the, the staff allocation on a daily basis and see what we need and whether we need some, and whether, whether somebody that we have that we've hired on, we've added on to the staff body, is working appropriately. I mean, these are things we're looking at 
if I, you know, if I say daily, it's it's too little. <laughs> we look at it every couple of hours. One of my points is that you know, the costs of of extra staff and extra people locked in the home, um, and uh, and staying on board with the residents and so on and so forth. The costs are massive. It's not just the protective equipment that is required. It's not just the medication. There are a whole range of associated costs, and we've been. I'm not even sure what the word is because whatever word I use is too small and too little. We have received very, very generous donations ourselves because we are an organization that is relevant and is fully audited and has processes and protocols in place. So, you know, people feel comfortable to also donate directly to us because they are confident that we know exactly what to do with what we receive. Mm. So just to mention that, for example, we've all heard about the delays in, in the response time when, uh, when somebody is tested by government for the, for the, virus. the, the virus. And that it takes, there is a delay. It takes, it can take nine days, it can take 10, it can take 15 days. Sure. Um, and, and, I, and you know, they're also just doing the best they can. Okay. Yes, but that's not helping you because exactly. by the time you get the right. negative result, they may now have been infected. Exactly. So today, as we speak, we have Empath on board. Um, they've come to the home to test everybody, staff, the residents um, who were previously tested by the government. We are having them We are having them tested by Empath so that we can receive the results, mm. and that is on the back of all the donations that we've received. Yes. You know, we. Uh, so, so what I'm saying to you is that. Anything that is given is utilized and is stretched to the max, okay, so that we get the, the benefit of every cent that is given to us. And then that is accounted for and, uh, and, and acknowledged, okay, and um, it goes through stringent auditing. Mm. Um, so that's wonderful. How, whichever means any members of the public wish to use to get it to us, we'll take it. Um, we have a phenomenal team of doctors and that team is, is continually being supplemented who, I mean, they've literally come into the home and they've calmed the panic. Wow. And they've, you know, they speak to the residents, they phone the hospitals that residents are in and inquire because as doctors they have access to more information than you or I mm -hmm. when we are calling to inquire about our mom or our dad. You know, the hospital is... Uh, give you minimal information but a doctor gets mm. gets a bit more and they come back and they inform and they you know they tell families we have we have a residence group that we are you know we're continually putting information on um you know we, we literally are trying to keep everything and everyone we getting a, a another lady to assist in terms of admin mm. and so on and so forth well, I think you guys have been doing a fantastic job. Uh, Mr. John Philippe was said the same. So, you know what? Calming it all down for the public and uh, knowing that all is going as planned and that there are people involved that really, really care. Um, Mr. John Philippe, would you like to give a message as well before we wrap everything up? Yeah. My message is, guys, the situation is under control. We would appreciate you going onto our website daily to see what is required. The doctors inform us, and we then post it. Um, uh, the donations that you are, have started sending to us have gone into a specific account for the old age home and will be utilized in accordance to the doctor's requirement. Again, I just want to emphasize that although 
as Mariana said, some of the stuff that we receive can be used. There's a whole lot that are not compliant with what the medical requirements are for old age people. So we would rather you first visit our site and then send us the stuff that um, that is correct mm-hmm. uh, for the for the use of the doctors. But to the generous Greeks out there, thank you very very much for your support, and we hope that you continue supporting this effort. To the um, uh, committee of the Greek Old Age Home and the staff members, thank you so much for undertaking such an onerous task and doing your best, um, which has been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And, Yula, thank you for uh, allowing us to come on air and express and put people's um, uh, minds at rest over this whole situation. No, no, that's our duty here at the Hellenic Radio. That's what we exist for. So no need to thank me. It's really a a pleasure and wonderful to raise awareness around our Nomikios old age home and all the issues that they face. You know, nobody gets involved in that unless their heart is in it. So I think this is what the message is, that people care and that the best will be done for our um, aged, loved yeah. people. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, in turn, want to just thank the, the doctors, Dr. Lefteriadis, Dr. Konda Georges, Dr. Moschidis, um, Dr. Tricoridis, everyone and anyone who has given of their, their time and medical expertise. I want to thank our committee, and I want to thank the staff who, who, in fact, I want to thank the staff most of all because they're carrying the burden of this and they're carrying it with the, the chance that they possibly, most mm. probably, in fact, are also positive. Um, and yet they continue to do it and they consider, um, they consider that, that these papudas and yagades are family mm. and they look after them like that. In fact, when we, we had some, some of our elderly coming back uh, from the clinic the day before yesterday, mm. literally, they were crying and clapping in the passageways. Our, our family have come back. Wow. It's not a small thing, that. Yeah. So it must be a very emotional organization to be part of. It is. We cried yesterday when we lost the two that we lost at the home and the one that we lost... At the, from the Linsfield. Wow. And we literally cried. We dragged ourselves we yes. dragged ourselves around for a large portion of Of that. course. You become mm. attached to those people. Absolutely. You love those people. Absolutely. And it's so important for us to know that they are so well cared for. Thank you for that, Mariana. Yes. Thank you to your committee. Oh, uh, really I think it's been a very nice show for people to understand what are your phone numbers or is there a website or uh, how can people so reach you, can, you? We have a we maintain a social media page right. on Facebook um, that's kept up to date all the time. So they can go onto Facebook and find, is it called the Nomikios Old Age it's Home? the Greek Old Age Home. The Greek Old Age Home for anybody who'd like to go onto Facebook and visit the, the page. The home's phone number is uh, 011-640-4296. Um, so do give them a call and see if you can help in any way as well. We've heard Mr. John Filippo from the uh, Greek Federation of South Africa and um, the website there is uh, Hellenic Federation SA. There's also a Facebook page, HFSA. You can look it up, and, of course, you can get all the information on there. Um, yeah, any messages, Mariana, before we wrap up? Just thank you. Thank you for, for having us and for giving us the opportunity to just just yeah. to get the word out there. Uh, it's, it's really our pleasure here at the Hellenic Radio. That's what we exist for. Um, Mr. John Filippo, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the efforts you. that your team is doing to assist our elderly. We know that, uh, of course, the Hellenic Federation cares very much 
and we thank you for all the behind the scenes efforts. Absolutely, no I want to concur with that, John. We really appreciate any and every um, uh, yeah. everything. <laughs> Yes. I'm, I'm becoming <laughs> dyslexic as well. Everything that you do for me. Everything. How you feel? I think it's it's hard to to find a word to encompass it all for Absolutely. the for all those people that have been working in the communities at this time. I think it's hard to find a word. So let's just use everything as that Absolutely. umbrella word. And uh, I think that's, we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, Mr. John Filippo. Have a wonderful day. We will uh, keep uh, updated as well on the situation. And we thank you for Perfect. being with us. Thank you here. very much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye. Mariana, thank you as well for being with thank us you. today. We really appreciate it. Your efforts and we all of that. It. I must say that I've known Mariana since school because we were in the same grade. And um, you've always been no, you've always been that person, Mariana. You've always been that person that was dedicated to help others. And uh, thank you for all you've done for our community. I know Daniela as well. So really, I, I can just imagine the care and love that you pour into that uh, Nomikios old age home. So you really. know what? It sits in our heart, you know. Like literally, it sits in our heart. You know, nobody does this because they they've got ulterior motives or whatever. It literally is something that takes everything yes um so everything there's that word again there's that word <laughs> and uh you know um, i remember the days when i used to do a show with your mom so i'm going to send her my love Thank and a you. shout out to her you. So, Mariana, thank you. Be thank safe you. at thank this you. crazy time. Thank and uh, we here as uh, Hellenic Radio, we're always wanting to keep our listeners updated. And of course, one of the main reasons we exist as well is for our elderly community. So, I hope that, uh, you know, they have the radio on they and uh, they're listening and that it gives them a little bit of joy in their day. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you Thank for you. being with us today. We're going to dedicate the song Kivotos to them. And in fact, if you read it, it's obviously from Ketigar Beats, the old song. But what they've said is that they want to uh, dedicate the song to parents and grandparents because they are our Kivotos. They are the ones that hold us, that shelter us, and that we return to all the time. So, a very nice song. Το τραγούδι είναι μια φιέρωση, λέει η Κέτη Γαρμπή και ο Τόνις Ρέμος, τους γονείς όλων μας, που είναι η κυβωτός μας. Και λένε ότι είναι και για τους γιαγιάδες, τους παππούδες. Λέει, εκεί που τρέχουμε όλοι όταν έρχονται οι κατακλυσμοί στη ζωή μας, εκεί που υπάρχουν και φυλάσσονται οι πιο όμορφες αθώες στιγμές των παιδικών μας χρόνων, βέβαια, είσαστε εσείς. Είσαστε εσείς οι άνθρωποι που ε, σας αγαπάμε πάρα πολύ. Πάμε στο τραγούδι. Δροσερά δρομολόγια Με τη Γιούλα Πανταζή και... Καλημέρα! Καλημέρα!